0: Welcome back. This is JDN here on Waxing Poet Again. And I just wanted to get on here today because I'm like, wow, I haven't really been as active as the past. Um, I've been super busy with readings, it's been insane. So I just kind of wanted to get on here and update everybody on what's been happening in my life. And I do want to document a few things that I've experienced as well over the past few weeks or months. You know, as far as my work, I think it's really important for me to document these things. I do have tons and tons of recordings saved of important readings, especially like dearly departed readings. And lately, I have been just feeling the urge to dabble more into mediumship and lately i've just been thinking a lot about family that makes a lot of sense right now as far as us shifting into cancer season okay yes we're still in june typically is still a very gemini associated type of month But we are already going to be entering July, and July is heavily filled with cancer energy. When we think about cancer, it has so much to do with home, family, roots, ancestry. I've literally been thinking about roots and family, but I've also been thinking about death and beyond and connecting with relatives also on the other side. I truly believe that it's very important to understand death. Very, very important, okay, for us living people. You know, a lot of people can fear death. And of course, you know, we think about it, it is alarming, it is pretty scary. But I think that us approaching the new age and hopefully becoming more cosmic conscious, we'll start to realize that, death is something beautiful and we don't really die. Um, honestly, to tell you the truth, our bodies die, but we live on forever. And when I say that, it's our soul that lives on forever. There are ways to communicate with our relatives. On the other side, And today, I want to go through a few experiences and some of the things that I've experienced just through casual, um, you know, just regular psychic readings that I do on a daily basis. But I think that today, I kind of just want you guys to be more open to the experience of death and beyond. And a lot of us have relatives on the other side. And yes, it's very sad because they are not here with us in the physical But there are still ways to connect with them, okay? Just because science does not prove any of this to be true doesn't mean that it doesn't really exist. And I think that later on in the future, during the new age of Aquarius, we will be merging science with spirituality. I feel we're already almost there, to be honest with you. I think it will get more advanced, honestly, to tell you the truth. And the reason why I tell you that is because they have psychic mediums and mediums already working for NASA or they have psychic mediums working for, um, you know, the FBI and even though, you know, this is something that people don't really talk about because it's very taboo still, Um, you know it's very much still there and people actually use mediums for these types of things whether it's to maybe connect with extraterrestrials or certain landmarks you know and and things in that nature or figuring out um, a death you know a crime you know um, an investigation so I truly believe that later on in the future like science will start to merge with spirituality because I still feel wholeheartedly that spirituality is very much so science honestly you know I don't know if you guys see it that way but I definitely do so my brain is literally 100 miles per hour right now and um, yeah this is exactly why I wanted to just like get on here and kind of like exert all of this thought that I have in my mind right now because it's just wild okay I have so many things on my mind so in communication with the other side uh we definitely use a lot of our psychic senses which is all of the clairs right which is like clear seeing clear hearing etc okay i'm not gonna get all crazy into uh that You guys can definitely look up those things and look up different psychic senses and see maybe if you guys carry any of those things because as a human being, I mean, it's really easy for us to tap into different things, but some of us definitely have uh, stronger psychic senses and for the fact that we have already been practicing a lot of these things in previous past lifetimes. So it'll be easier for some people to just, you know, pick it up and be like, oh, shoot, like, I get it. You know what I mean. Um, for others, uh, it takes a while to develop, but it doesn't mean that you know you can't do it. You can do it, but it's like you have to start developing it. So, like in this lifetime, if you want to like learn some things or if you are curious about some things, like learn about it now in this lifetime, so that you start progressing in future incarnations. That's pretty much how everything works. A skill needs to de- be developed. Be developed. As I always say, you know, Mozart wasn't a master at music just because, oh, I'm Mozart. Like, no, this person definitely was a genius with music and had been learning all of these things in previous past lifetimes. Like, there is just no doubt about it. You know, there are things In our souls or just naturally things that we pick up and we're like wow we're just super good at it you know and it's because hey you know you've been learning all of these things in previous past lifetimes okay and today I kind of just want to open up your mind and get you to see something different get you to see a different perspective when it comes to life and death so yes, we communicate with spirits um, usually through telepathy. There are different levels of spiritual planes and I believe it goes up to the ninth dimension. You know, in these spiritual planes, which would be the etheric planes okay, of existence, which be, which would be the higher realms most definitely, are where we go to school, where we communicate with each other, where we see um, friends that we've lived lives with or family members, etc. You know, we live in a totally different dimension. Spirit travels at the speed of light, so this is why we cannot see them here in the physical world now okay there are some mediums that have second sight i believe where they can see um you know a spirit clearly okay that is that is a gift all in its own okay that's completely rare to have but i will tell you that spirit travels at the speed of light okay And the way that we communicate with relatives who have crossed over is usually through thought. Okay, so let's say for example, you're in a very deep meditation and you have a thought of a relative who may have crossed over and I know that it's really hard to believe it in that moment in time because as for myself you know my grandmother who has crossed over when thoughts come to my mind you know it's kind of like well is this real or is it just like you know remembering something or having a memory of you know this person or whatever it may be but that's not true because they randomly pop up this way to kind of like remind you like hey i'm here or they're remembering those certain memories with you as well so i want you to be open to receiving when you do get these type of messages, especially these little memories that you have in your thought process because that is exactly how they're communicating with you on a daily basis. Now, you know, since um, spirits are high vibrational beings, you know, it's very possible for them to also communicate with you guys in different levels so you know you may see a butterfly in your house how random is that you know things like that or someone just that you don't even know randomly says your mom's name those are the little signs that you have to be looking for you can randomly have a conversation with just a stranger and spirits can be communicating through that stranger you're getting downloads through your dream time through our dream time is where we get visits from the other side because we are totally unconscious of what's happening here in this physical world while we're dreaming you know let me just go over a few things with you guys okay so i was doing a reading with um, my sitter okay i want you guys to know that i literally do not ask questions like you know, who's this and who's that and what's really happening in your life. I I don't ask questions like that before I enter a reading. I just always ask my clients, um, you know, what month you were born in because that helps me to pinpoint their zodiac sign in a reading. If they have a lover I always like to know their zodiac sign as well because that will help me know the relationship dynamic because I've been reading astrology um, and relationships for so long and I know what's working and what's not working and what works best and what doesn't work out as much so that's kind of like what I do before I enter readings but to be honest with you I always ask like where is it that you feel that you need the most clarity so I will tell them like don't give me details just tell me like your love life or you know I need more help in my career understanding my life purpose like that's it then after that I kind of know how to direct them in the reading and which reading suits them best but I don't ever know these people like I don't know what they've been through I have no zero clue about their life literally I do not get into their background I don't know them I I have no idea and then I read people from literally all over the world so it's just impossible for me to even know this person who lives in Italy like it's crazy right but so I was reading this one individual and I thought that this was so significant because I kid you not, while I was connecting with this person's energy, before I enter a reading, I always specify what I want to know, okay? And when I'm connecting with these people, I can literally see things like if I'm seeing things on a television screen and I wish that I, I I don't know, like someone can put something on my freaking head and like you guys see what I'm seeing through my mind because it's crazy. I'm connecting with this person, okay? And this is just like a regular psychic reading that I'm doing, okay? But let me tell you something. When I'm connecting with you guys, when I'm doing readings, okay? Your spirit team and my spirit team is who's helping me to get the messages for you, okay? It's just... Not me connecting directly to you, okay? There's all these forces on the outside helping me to get the answers that you seek, okay? And while I'm connecting with this individual, right? And I'm just being 100% honest with you. This person isn't even sitting in front of me. This person is in another state completely different from mine, okay? I'm connecting with this individual and I'm seeing snow, and huge mountains and the first thing that comes to me is like okay is this freaking Alaska because I've never seen something so cold and huge mountains and you know these things whatever right like obviously it's not going to be anywhere else but there that's what it looks like to me that's the first thing that comes to my head honestly and I feel cold and then I'm like why snow like I don't get it okay the person first of all is not living in snow she's living in a totally different place and I'm like okay why is this coming up there but it kept coming up repeating itself to me and I'm like okay so obviously it's something significant so then I tell her that I'm seeing snow mountains whatever it may be and what do you know this is one of the most significant questions that she had for this reading because the whole thing about the reading that I had with her was about her moving, okay? She didn't know if she wanted to move to Alaska with her girlfriend and I know that that is something very significant and no one can tell me It's not true that, you know, spirits don't work side by side with us because I have so much proof, so much clientele that can back me up on all of this, okay? I have it here, like, and, you know, everything that I do is pretty much recorded as well, especially the really significant readings, okay, that I do do, especially with the other side. And this is why I tell you, like, these spiritual beings, they walk with us. And when you're ready to connect with them, they are there, okay? It's just that not every human being is ready for these experiences just yet, okay? I do believe that as we start advancing and getting to our enlightenment stages, because we technically reincarnate at least 800 times or more until we reach enlightenment, okay? And by that time, we start to want to dig deeper and self-master and really understand at those levels and I always say like not everybody is going to be at a higher level of consciousness just yet maybe they need to live five more reincarnations out until then until now until they finally realize like hey I'm ready for this spiritual journey and you know there are some of us like me who are trying to help people build cosmic consciousness, you know, that's what I'm here for, even though, you know, sometimes you guys don't know exactly what I'm saying, or what I'm doing, um, you know, that's okay, but all I want to do is just help you, okay, and give you clarity, especially on your personal path, you know, just yesterday, I also had another reading, um, just a regular psychic reading, and um, sometimes, some things get shown to me that are a little bit uh, maybe too, too um, TMI, TMI, right? And, you know, I'm seeing this person and I'm seeing a lot of her sexuality and what she's doing and I'm seeing a lot of red. I'm also seeing um, a merry-go-round, a merry-go-round was coming up as well, okay? So throughout the reading, everything was pretty spot on. You know, I could see the individual that she was talking to or, you know, having issues with. The merry-go-round comes up and it's very symbolic um, as to what is happening in her life right now in this very moment in time. But she's also taking her daughter to Disneyland pretty soon. Then uh, with the whole sexuality thing as well, it was very significant because that's something that she's working on right now exploring that part of herself and you know it's it's crazy it's just crazy the way that spirits communicate i don't even know how this all happened to me to be honest with you um you know when i did my first meditation like six years ago it just hit me honestly like a bomb and it was almost like i know this i understand it And from there, it was just so easy for me to grasp it. It was scary. Like, I had no prior mm, education on any of this. The only thing that I was educated on was energy and understanding yoga. And if you guys ever learn yoga or take courses on yoga, you'll learn a lot about body awareness, meditation, chakras, etc. And that was pretty much a little bit of a foundation for me but as far as exploring the dead and all of this mediumship stuff like I don't know I don't know how it happened it's just mind-blowing how it happened to me it's like my body and my soul like I just knew I just knew like I'm telling you I just knew how to do it for some reason I had nobody teach me anything it just happened I wish I can remember every single dearly departed reading that I've ever done and that's kind of why I have everything saved and one day I will go back to it and listen to every single little thing that I've said but you know there are some some readings some readings that have stood out to me the most and um you know, there was this other reading that I had with a dearly departed soul and I could just smell goodness. Like this person takes care of themselves and, you know, just smells good all the time. And I mentioned that and what do you know, this person, you know, always smelled good. And they were also showing me pictures of trains and what do you know, this person had um, visited Germany and, um, you know, took a lot of photos of trains and this is something significant that he shared with his sister and she clarified it. I also saw this person holding um, like a, a pet, like a puppy dog It was, um, I think, a black color, I'm not too sure, but yes, that was also very significant as well because this person um, really loved, 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 loved that, um, you know, pet that he had. So, you know, it's just crazy and it's amazing how all of these things happen and this is why I just want to come on here today and just open up your mind to seeing a different perspective on death because truly it is a beautiful thing and they never ever leave your side ever i did pull some um, cards as well especially for this new moon and cancer that's coming up again cancer has a lot to do with um you know our roots our ancestry it can also reflect um our last days in this world, you know, in the physical. I know that that sounds pretty crazy, but, you know, you just have to be open to all of this. Um, So, during this new moon in Cancer, I will be going through, you know, how each of us are going to be affected by it, and I am going to be going through it by your birth month, okay? And through this reading that I did pull, I do see ancestry and roots and I am going to be getting into that pretty deeply. But I think right now in this very moment in time, if we are having conflict with any family members, um, you know, I'm seeing some like rivalry and bickering back and forth, things of that nature and just having conflict uh, with others and it could be possibly family, right? It's like we do have to pick and choose battles wisely, Okay, and you know, with family, family is very, very important, okay, it definitely is, but I wouldn't, I guess hold a grudge when it comes to family. I guess forgiveness is gonna be the way to ascension. I did see um, swords and hearts, so you know this has a lot to do with forgiveness, especially for those of you that have suffered um, traumatic situations um between you and certain family members. Now, it doesn't mean that you have to talk to this person or anything like that. It's just like, hey, I'm moving forward from this. I forgive you. I release you. You know, I don't want to hold you anymore in in my auric field. You know, I don't, I don't want to hold you here anymore. I cut the cords here. And that's for some of you that, you know, experience like negativity with certain family members. Okay. I want you to know that you as a human being, you are more powerful than you think and just by you saying certain words thinking certain thoughts you can really create a huge impact in a huge positive way for yourself so even just saying I forgive you you know I release you I let you go and you know really be firm and really mean it when you when you do it and it'll definitely help you to clear that energy from Your field, I also think that cancer, well, in general, you know, is just very spiritual as well. You know, cancer is the sign that feeds the world spiritually, okay, physically and spiritually. So, just imagine how we're going to be feeling during that new moon in Cancer. You know, a lot of things that we can grow and expand. During that new moon is exactly what we can focus on, so if you want to work on relationships with your family, um, I definitely say like write it down in your journal during this new moon in Cancer. If you want to forgive a certain person in your family as well, write it down in your journal during this new moon in Cancer. This will allow you to clear energy um, on those levels, especially in terms of family. Right now, also, I'm definitely seeing body being a little bit more fatigue, um, a little bit more stagnant. So for some of you as well, maybe take a step back and kind of like relax, uh, give yourself some time, um, you know, take some time out for yourself, you know, meditate, do what you need to do. You know, when I see this as well, it definitely is a sign that spirit wants you to reconnect, to talk to them, you know, reach out to them. They will not assist you if you don't reach out to them because we have free will you know so we have to make that free will choice free will choice to reach out to them you know it's really up to us to create a relationship with um our spirit team again it's our spirit guides ascended masters you know maybe we have relatives on the other side already And they're taking this role of, you know, protecting us and guiding us also in this lifetime, okay? Before I do get into this little reading, I do want to talk about something because a lot of people are always asking me about religion. And maybe about a year ago, I was thinking to myself, you know, okay. For people who are not as cosmic conscious or understand this just yet, just yet, and there's no judgment, okay, towards people who go to church, even though I don't agree with the way that the church is built and the roots of the church, okay, there's a lot of backstory, so I just don't agree with how it's run to be honest with you okay and there's a lot of secrets a lot of hidden things that in the future will be brought to light okay but this is like a common question that people are always asking me and literally at this point in my life I do not care if someone comes at me and comes with their religious fanatic ways and hits me up with some weird shit because honestly to tell you the truth it's like it's here it's right in front of our faces we see it but anyways, anyways, I'm not going to get like into detail about that. But what I want you guys to understand is the difference between religion and spirituality. Because I do think that people who do go to church, you know, that gives them a chance to have faith, you know, and to go pray and do what they need to do, which is something that spirituality is already doing, okay? But I think that spirituality is more freedom of choice, to be honest with you. You know the church is gonna sit there and tell you oh yeah you can't connect with a medium and you can't connect with a psychic but I will tell you something Jesus was a a healer okay and you know it was those people who were at the church or whatever it may be that were judging him and calling him a witch and that's why they killed him because they're all like what the hell is this person doing healing people and so on but anyways I'm not gonna get into the story of Jesus right now but You know, we have to understand that life continues after we die. And yes, love goes on forever. This life is not all there is. This material plane where we live. This is just one level. This is what you guys need to understand. There's a lot more to the world than meets the eye. And this is something that the church does not go over with you. There's so much more, okay? And there are people here in this world with special gifts so that we can get more in connection with these other realms. You know, being religious means belonging to a particular organization, group, organized group, you know, with a set of beliefs and traditions. But being spiritual is a way of life that involves a personal commitment to inner development and the search for... For the ultimate meaning of life so spirituality allows you to dig deeper to explore more I'm gonna tell you something okay in the future there's gonna be no such thing as church everyone's gonna be on the search for self-knowledge okay which is something that people are totally unaware of in this moment in time yes people are building cosmic consciousness but in the future it's all about self-knowledge and self mastery building cosmic consciousness you know being a spiritualist okay yes we get to explore different things okay different things right and i do want you to know that my belief i do believe in god i believe in archangels but i also believe in dragons and i know that dragons also work with archangels okay and this is something that people don't know yet dragons have always been our protectors and they're very significant okay as seen through human history and it's something that people will be more aware of in the future but dragons live in a different dimension as i had told you there are different planes of existence you can visit these planes of existence through the mind's eye through meditation and it's definitely a practice that needs to be mastered I know some of you guys are going to think I'm weird, but I have a white dragon who has fluorescent skin that is with purple and pink, and she lives in a cave that has fluorescent waters. She has uranium power, which is in my astrological chart. She has dark black eyes, and she lives in a place where there's no sunlight. Everything there is pretty much fluorescent. Her power is very electrifying, and she's visited me through meditations, and she also helps me through my work when connecting with people, um, you know, on the other side or connecting with different individuals. There are different sorts of practices with dragons. So dragons, yes, are very significant when it comes to spirituality because it's like all these beings live hand in hand together whether it's extraterrestrials because there is a whole galactic federation um, that also works hand in hand with spiritual the spiritual world and you know there's archangels and everything's at a different level there are ascendant masters you know there are spiritual beings on the other side that have not reached that level of mastery yet who still have to come back to this physical plane to learn more about themselves until they reach their enlightenment stages. So, you know, as I'm telling you, our souls live on. Our souls live forever. And I know that some people are going to be asking, well, what happens to souls when they cross over and, you know, they've done something immoral? you know, or done something really bad and horrible to a a person, you know, and I'm meaning something that is totally immoral, okay? And us as a human being, we know what is immoral, okay? It is only common sense, okay? And I remember somebody asked me, oh, well, what if the laws are different? But you know as a human being it doesn't matter about the freaking laws like we know what is moral and what is not moral and killing people and doing stupid things like that is just not moral you guys know exactly what i mean when i'm saying this okay like again common sense as a human being we know what's moral and what's not like it is only obvious but anyways uh, when souls cross over and they've done something immoral okay they get stuck in the astral realms which is the lower levels I do feel and believe that the astral levels are here on this earth for the fact that the earth here is pretty heavy and pretty dense and it's really interesting to me because I've always felt like we live on this earth that is probably the definition of hell to be honest with you yes there are a lot of beautiful things here but there are a lot of ugly things here too and it's almost like hell on earth and there are spirits that walk with us amongst us and they're very heavy energetic beings and it's because they have not crossed over or transitioned over because they're not ready to they still have very addictive behavior or you know they're in this loop you know you remember in that movie soul when they get stuck in that dimension and they're kind of like just on autopilot like in all their negativity that's kind of like what i see when i see astral realms so it takes a lot for a spirit to get released out of that usually, like Archangel Michael will try to assist these lower vibrational beings to ascend because in all reality, we don't want all this heavy energy here because it brings us down you know, again, then I come back to possession you know, these negative energies or these entities can pretty much leach onto our bodies and, you know, create addictive behavior or use your body for addictive um, things or habits that you have within yourself that you obviously need to get rid of. You know, and I think that this is something that, yeah, the world is not too familiar with, but again, in the future, I'm hoping that people start building cosmic consciousness because they're going to start to realize that, yes, we're very close and in touch with the spiritual world, and these negative entities are literally using you while you're drinking alcohol, while you're smoking a cigarette, while you're having sex, whatever it may be, And it's because they find pleasure in that with you so yeah possession is very real and you know there are people who have very addictive behavior and sometimes you know these negative entities get a strong grip on these certain individuals and it's very hard for these human beings to get out of this addictive habit or behavior because also these entities are pretty much latched onto them so you know, there's just so many different things. So many different things. And it's so important for us to understand all of this, honestly. Hopefully in time, in time. Back to the reading. So during this new moon in Cancer, I think that we need to really invest in things that we're really will, re- will really last. Okay, and this is asking you to work towards leaving the world a better place. you found it and this can include caring for the future generations cultivating a talent that impacts the world and being a representative of what is best in humanity during this new moon in cancer which comes up this coming week on wednesday i don't know what day it is but it's on wednesday this coming week you need to ask yourself what really matters to you what legacy do you want to leave behind Where does the best part of yourself shine through and how can you ensure that your light continues to shine long after you're gone? I think that this is truly important because when I talk about ancestry and roots and family, our personalities is essentially a mixture of our karmic tendencies and certain characteristics that we've inherited even from family or certain things that we've been doing really badly also in previous past lifetimes i think what spirit is trying to say is that we need to do better so that we have better future incarnations and set so that we leave an example for the children of tomorrow so that we can have a better world here everything starts with us every single thing starts with us if we want change then we need to start changing ourselves you know We need to start making change within ourselves in order for us to transmute that energy out into the world. Right now, you know, make great memories with your family, especially those that are in close connection with family, you know, or, you know, it's important also to work in plan for the future right now, okay? But it's even more important to stop, reach out, and connect with your loved ones also, okay, if you need to. Love is your greatest legacy. Always, always remember that. You know, don't sweat the small stuff. Forgive past pettiness. Every human being has a mixture of good and bad. Nobody is perfect. Nobody is perfect, okay? And again, nobody is going to be at your level of consciousness. Someone might be lower on the ladder than you are. Someone might be higher on the ladder than you are. And you have to remember that everybody is at a different level in life. Okay, and again, we have different incarnations to reach a higher level of consciousness and it may not be that time for that certain individual. But again, if you want to raise the vibration in this world, it starts with us. You know, look at your progress towards your larger goals, the things you're building that will remain long after you have gone. You know, it could be a book, a business, a masterpiece, an art form, even a property or things within yourself, you know, how do you want to transmute this energy out into the world? Perhaps your life's work is merely to be your best self and to spread kindness and love in the world that really you know that this world really, really needs right now in this very moment in time, you know. This is saying that we have to invest our energy into things that we know will bring a positive result because, as I've been saying for so many years, everything is literally karma in this world. If you want to have better incarnations in the future, then start now. Start now. You also have to feel it in, in yourself, feel it in yourself and in your power that your life is becoming more and more secure. There is no need to fear the future at all. Most of all, I think that this is really about us establishing a strong foundation in this lifetime for future incarnations, whatever it may be, for our families or to leave a legacy behind or for the children of tomorrow or, you know, our kids that we have, whatever it may be. Honestly, to tell you the truth, I don't even remember every single thing that I've said throughout this whole podcast. I am literally just getting downloads and just going with the flow of whatever it is that's coming to my mind so i hope that today some of you open up your minds and see a different perspective on life and i'm hoping that i can bring some clarity and understanding to some of you that may question some things or maybe i've clarified some things throughout this podcast but thank you guys uh so much for tuning in uh to this podcast and if you liked it please share and tag me. Please rate my podcast as well on Spotify. I am going to be leaving a comment box open as well. And you guys can go ahead and comment there and let me know how you feel about things. Um, before I close out this entire podcast, I do want to go into what houses uh, you're going to be affected by the month of your birth so as far as july babies july babies are going to be affected in the first house if you want to know what the first house is about look it up on google okay Um, i'm not going to be getting too much into detail Um, i just want to let you know where this moon is going to be affecting you next week on wednesday for august babies we're going to be affected in the second house okay august babies September babies are going to be affected in the third house. Um, October babies are going to be affected in the fourth house, okay November babies are going to be affected in the fifth house. Now December babies are going to be affected in the the sixth house, the sixth house okay, and then January babies are going to be affected in the seventh house. Uh, February babies are going to be affected in the 8th house. Um, March babies are going to be affected in the 9th house. And April babies are going to be affected in the 10th house. May is going to be affected by the 11th house. And June is going to be affected by the 12th house. So I want you guys to know that you can use the new moon to start new projects, meet new people, do new things plant seeds, start new projects. As I had said, it's a time to get going. It's the green light. During the waxing period, which hits after the new moon, perfect time for you guys to sign contracts, do new things, start new projects. Do it all during those times. You are protected. During this new moon and whatever house it's affecting you, that's where you can manifest the most. All right, guys, so I'm going to wrap it up. And I just want to thank you guys for listening to me ramble throughout this whole podcast. And again, if this did resonate with you, please share and tag me.